0: One, two, one, two. One, two, one, two. One more round here. <laughs> Actor and musician Corey Wojcik shoots on Crestview, Winnipeg. I what's this guy doing up here in Manitoba? Manitoba. 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 Money. Time to move to Manitoba. It's the Manitoba Money Shot Podcast. With me, Ronald George Moore. I'm Brave. Nothing going on up in my head I guess I'll repeat just what I said Cause I'm brain dead It feels like I'm constantly running on empty Like all of my thoughts have done left me From A to Z Maybe one day soon I'll get out of this room And do Something Until that day I'll be staring here At this wall I'm brain dead The tools have all rusted in my shed My dreams are me sleeping in my bed Cause I'm brain there is a light that never goes on There is a light that never goes on There is a light that never goes on There is a light Oh, bravo, Ron Moore. You've done it again. Another instant classic Opening bit That's actually an old song I used to perform it at Open mics Curling clubs High school gyms Very popular With the the juniors (laughs) Um, And uh, now you get it On the Manitoba Money Shot Podcast That's the show That's what you're listening to Thank you Thank you for tuning us in For hitting that button And listening to it On uh, your phone Or your computer or your Bluetooth, or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what you do, okay? That's your life. I don't know how you run it or how you're living it, but um, I appreciate it. Thank you. Once again, thank you for listening. Uh, Today's show is great. Uh, I have an old friend uh, who dropped by, Corey Wojcik, and he is a staple in the acting community in Winnipeg and surrounding area. Um, he's hit every stage, uh, flaunting his skills. Uh, he's also uh, not only an actor. He is a musician. He's a playwright. He's a director. He's a producer. The list goes on and on and on. Okay? A juggler. Okay, well, I don't know if he's a juggler. I'm sure he could if he put his mind to it. Or at least he can act like a juggler. He's an improviser. The guy is is a quadruple threat and you're going to love them. So uh, just stay tuned for that. Um, you can find our show on iTunes. And if you do listen on uh, on iTunes, please feel free to leave a comment of, uh, you know, whatever you want. You want to tell me how much you love it. You want to tell me what I need to be uh, changing and to uh, get the balance right. Please just leave a comment or uh, give us a rating Five stars would be uh, appreciated. And also on Stitcher.com is another way to uh, access the show. If you have uh, an Android device or any other device besides uh, iPhones, I guess. Um, On social media, you can find us on Twitter under uh, capital M, capital B, Capital M Unishot. I throw extra stuff on there. As well as uh, we have a Facebook page. Just search the Manitoba Money Shot Podcast. We have a... a, Everything's we, but it's really me. Me have a YouTube channel. The Manitoba Money Shot Podcast. Search it on YouTube. There are loads of extra bits on there. Some uh, supplement videos from past episodes. And fun stuff, extra fun stuff for you to enjoy. And also, yeah, feel free to check out past episodes. Uh, all the guests have been extraordinary and uh, a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, just wanna get them out there for you people. Feel free to tell your friends hey, there's this cool show out of Manitoba called the Manitoba Money Shot Podcast. It's gonna blow your freaking mind. What's that? You don't listen to podcasts. What year are you living in? 2011? Get down with the program. It's the new style. Podcasts. Like how many times do you need to hear the weather? Okay. (laughs) You got an app for that. What you need to do is you need to get on your phones and Google and search the Manitoba Money. I don't have to keep saying it. It's called the Manitoba Money Shot Podcast. Listen to it. Listen to past episodes, tell your friends, and hopefully, and tell them to tell their friends. Let's keep the momentum going on and on and on. And they tell two friends and so on and so on. Yes, I am old. I know old commercials. Um, Corey Wojcik. It's funny, as we were talking, and I never really mentioned it to him, but we have very similar lives. (laughs) A lot of the things that he mentions, uh, I'm like, hey, that's me. Especially the high school years. I could give you the specifics, but I don't want to spoil the show for you. And speaking of Corey Wojcik, his next big show is going to be at the Royal MTC Warehouse Theatre in Winnipeg. Um, It's called A Doll's House. It's running from January 30th to February 16th, 2019. And Corey's character is named Niles Krogstad. So run down, get your tickets. And how do you get your tickets? Well, you do what I did. You went to royalmtc.ca, R O Y A L M T C.ca. And you'll find loads of information on the website. So let's get the show on the road, but before we do, my daughter has been driving me nuts. She wants me on the show. Go ahead. Blah, 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 blah. We're rolling. Yay! Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. More. How you doing? Corey Wolczyk. Just for the record, Corey yep. Wolczyk. Loves Robin's coffee. I okay. I like it. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> the home brewed stuff, not yeah, the it's good. fancy.
1: I don't. I don't know if I like it better in the store though. Some about this home could just be like because this is my uh, second cup of coffee of the day. So where? And I. I don't even think I've asked you where you're from. Where were you born? I um, was born in Winnipeg. Yeah, born in, in Saint, Winnipeg in St James at the Grace, the Grace Hospital. Oh okay, and, and we, there I lied for uh, <laughs> uh, many years. Like not in the Grace Hospital in St James though. That's where I grew up. Yeah. Yeah, and. Uh, and then, uh, and then I moved out of St James when.
0: Oh, wait a minute, St James is that like near the Grace? You lived near. Yeah, the... that's
1: that that's, that's Deepwood St James right there, Grace Hospital. Mm-hmm. In there, that area, Crestview. Crestview, okay, yeah. yeah. Unicity Mall, that's what was there. Remember?
0: Yeah, the Unicity Mall. Yeah. Oh, they had great uh, record store. See, I was born Sam in. Sam the, the South record end? man. Sam the record man was yeah, there. That's yeah. right. Bought some good records there. I took. I remember taking the bus specifically an hour and a half to get down there. <laughs> had really, to go, had to go downtown and then I take the bus. Yeah, it was brutal.
1: See, gone are the gone are those days. You don't have to do that anymore.
0: Yeah. What uh, did you do, like, as a kid hanging around? Because that is like, those are a lot of houses that are like really close together, right? Like, did you have a big backyard?
1: Yeah. No, we lived right on the edge of the perimeter, and so it was my yard, and then. A uh, bit of a ditch and then the perimeter. So I was like, oh, right there, right, no yeah. ways. Oh, so that's cool. So lots semis of semis
0: driving by and hear yeah. you know that traffic.
1: Yeah, I used to do this stupid thing when I think back about how stupid I used to play. Because when I was starting to play golf, I would tee off in my backyard and hit it out towards <laughs> no towards way. the ditch and, and like no trouble <coughs> there. No, no, no car sh- stopped. Or? No, but like I got lucky.
0: So basically, you're saying you were a troublemaker growing up? I was. You got into a
1: lot of mischief. I was. I um, really was. Was yeah. it
0: you or uh, friends influencing you or you were the,
1: the, the bad egg? <laughs> I think a little bit of column A, a bit of column B. <laughs> You started your own street gang at four, <laughs> yeah, four and five years right. old. That's right. That's uh, right. No, I, I just, uh, we you know, hockey. Hockey was big for me growing up. A lot of road hockey around there. Oh, yeah. Had a lot of epic road hockey games. Epic.
0: <laughs> well I'm sure, yeah.
1: Epic. Like we used to have street wars. Like try we, to hurt each I other. I lived on this bay called this crescent called Capulet and then uh, Stratford was a street. So we'd have the Capulet capitals <laughs> and the Isbister Islanders mm-hmm. and Stradford uh whatever their team name was. Whoop. Well, and well, we used to play ahead. them. We you know we used to play each other and you know. Yeah. And uh So there were rivalries? There were y- rivalries, yeah. It was, uh, and I got traded one time to to his sister You did not. <laughs> I did. Don't so. you
0: have to move?
1: No, no. You could, you know, you could get traded, and I got into a fight with uh, a kid lived across the street from me. It was just whatever. We we're being kids, you know. Right. We'd make trades in the NHL, so we'd make trades. <laughs> so, <it's> like, <laughs> so you did it for fun. Yeah. <clears> okay. This is what you did. This is you asked me what I did, and this is what we well, did. What position were you? In road hockey. <laughs> Wait, I the
0: thought road. this was a
1: league. I played road. Wait. <laughs>
0: Talking about like a league, it like Pee Wee no, Hockey. It was a made up league. Okay, okay, so it's just you and a bunch of guys on yeah. the street. Oh, okay, it's like, how are adults letting this all happen? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. They had
1: no idea. We were just kids playing out on the street. So you
0: got traded to another road league. A road league, I yeah. get it. But I
1: also was... played community club hockey, in which I played uh, defense. I started with defense and then I went up to center. Uh, what other kind of activities are you doing with these guys? Just, uh, well, yeah, you. and then, well, you know, there was some. Um, there's Toboggan Hills right there. They made this is Bister Park. They made a man-made lake, and so um, the whatever the stuff they dug out for the pond became yeah. two hills. Right, and so you'd go tobogganing there. Very nice, and it's fun uh, activity. No trouble there. Yeah, nothing. No. Yeah, well, we did have Left Tail, Right Hill uh, <laughs> battles. Everything's a about- battle. <laughs> 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 rivalry
0: lot. with we other did, kids. We just anything
1: we could do to come up with rivalries. We yeah, because yeah, we were just you know middle class St. James kids, but we really wanted to be thugs. Did you have like a family tradition that you went camping yes. every year? Or? Yeah, yeah, we went. We used to go camping uh, every year, like to Hecla, Hecla, yeah, Grand Beach, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Clear Lake, yeah, golfing, golfing, really. Yeah, you brought, you
0: brought up golfing already. You're big in the golfing, like growing up.
1: Yes, growing wow, up I was big really into cool. golfing. Yeah, and I guess
0: your father was as well.
1: Yeah, I remember when he started though. He wasn't always golfing. He mm-hmm. started within my lifetime, and uh, then I learned from that. And uh, yeah, that was fun. Lots of lots of good times on the golf courses.
0: You're very sports oriented as a kid. Did you do yeah.
1: baseball? Yeah, I did play baseball. Yeah, I was doing the baseball. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in a league was, or
0: is this road baseball? No, no. <laughs> 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 that's
1: right. We had road. Real- <laughs> And I played for the Capulet. No, uh, that was the, a league. I played outfield all the time. Yeah, I had this one coach who called me Deadeye Wojcik. Deadeye. I used to like it. You know, I used to be like, hey, way to go, Deadeye. <laughs> Come on, Deadeye. He used to say to me. I like that okay, nickname. Deadeye. Yeah. Deadeye. <laughs> yeah. Get out there, Deadeye. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what he would say I loved it Hustle Let, Let's go Deadeye Okay dead eye, Get out there Catch a couple balls And then when you'd strike out Oh Deadeye Yeah
1: yeah. yeah. I Use that good eye one. Yeah That's right <laughs> <laughs> That's right Why did you call me good eyes Or Hawkeye <laughs> Why are you going to call me Deadeye I missed that ball It's all your fault Right And then obviously you're in school
0: You're in elementary school You're yeah, doing the sports awful as well You're awful I was not good Oh,
1: were you the class clown because you couldn't focus on. Yeah, those? I wanted to be the class clown, but I don't think I was. Uh, I think I was a legend in my own mind. Yeah. I don't know well, if that I'm... always helps a class clown to me. Really? Like
0: Finally, if, you, if you're trying to entertain everyone, but if you're really just trying to do it for yourself and everyone comes along for the ride, yeah. I think that helps.
1: I don't know how funny I was.
0: Carrying on that troublemaker persona that you have now, Um, were you you in (laughs) the principal's office? Were you spending a lot of time in the office?
1: No, it was just a matter of, um, like, uh, I would always be, my parents would always sit down and talk to me, and my grades were bad, and I was goofing around in class, and uh, under the lake. that was one. That's my mom's favorite story, actually. Okay, let's hear it. She would talk about, uh, she went in to see uh, my math teacher at the time. And the math teacher's like, you know, Corey's a great kid. He's, you know, he's really, he's really fun. He's really a nice kid. But, you know, you try to teach a class and all of a sudden he goes, under the leg, under the leg, under the leg. (laughs) Apparently that was one of my sayings. What does that mean? Under the leg. I don't know. Like you you shoot a basketball, like under your leg. Yeah. Yeah. It was a saying that would be like, under the leg. Hey, check this out. Like it would be like anything, (laughs) (laughs) you know, check this out. Check it out. So you got this hat here under the leg. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Nick, nothing but net, but I was going, check it out, under the leg. <laughs> under the leg. <laughs> yeah. and, oh, uh, Deadeye, come on. I'm trying to teach a class here. <laughs> under the leg. <laughs> That's a little odd. Okay, Deadeye, dead Deadeye, be quiet now. Now, class, tell me what the uh, square root of under the leg <laughs> God damn it, Deadeye. <laughs> and it was up to your mom to kind of lay the law. Down well, no, pre- but, and my mom and my dad, yeah. they would both. Sit yeah. me down at the kitchen table. Oh God! Go I to your room. To Go to your room. No, I wish no real would get, I wish I would get sent to my room. No, they sat me down at the kitchen table and would just probe me for hours about my
0: <laughs> your <dead>. terrible
1: behavior. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, oh, and it was I'm so sorry. Uh, no, it was good. It was good. I mean, they, that was you know, that's how I learned. But yes. I oh, mean, yeah, yeah. That I, mean, I would be grounded all the time. And...
0: Uh, eventually, I'm I'm assuming, as you are one of the great actors in Winnipeg, and I'm not <laughs> yeah. joking about that. I mean, you're you just finished Rainbow Stage, um, Beauty and the Beast. That's right. That's right. Cool. Yeah. Um, when did
1: the acting bug hit? I'm assuming in high school. Yeah, it, or it, junior high school. No, high school. Well, high school. okay. Here's the thing: is that um, all my life I would. Uh, I'd love to create little skits for my grandparents or my parents, whoever wanted to watch in the living room. They were never really uh, greatly planned. Shows. Original pieces you Like would original write? pieces, like I would try, to, or I would try to emulate the TV shows that I was watching. Yeah. And we watched a lot of movies. My, my parents were big fans of movies and music and everything. And, and like my whole family. Uh, my uncle's in a band and my grandfather played uh, fiddle. Wow! Yeah.
0: Wow, that's really cool. You come from a show, 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 Yeah,
1: there's a whole showmanship uh, side uh, to my family. Anyway, so um, so I would make I would make radio programs on a tape cassette. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah, I would just like a radio program. Nobody would hear it but me. Right. Yeah, I would just be me blabbering on, and then I'd actually play music. You know. What was the name of the show? I don't remember. No. No. Actually, I had a character on there. There was a sketch called this guy he was called the golfer This was his uh, his this was the superhero and it was you remember, he's a superhero he golfer. was <laughs> way, he was like a crime fighter but you remember that movie uncle buck oh
0: yeah do you Absolutely remember how he he, he
1: he hits the kid he, he the kids running away from the car and he puts the golf <laughs> ball down and he hits that's yep. the kid and so that was my my uh my whatever crime fighter. He was the golfer. He just hit people. Ooh. He'd take down crime uh, he criminals. He had such accurate aim <laughs> and skill to yeah. take down criminals from a swing. Yeah, and so um, the whole premise would be there was this, you know, people would be breaking into a bank. So the sketch would start off like that. Yeah, and then they'd be like, "Hey, man, you hear that?" And then you hear this, you hear this guy go four, <laughs> four. <And> then, <laughs> what the hell is called <laughs> and then his music was bad to the bone (laughs) 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 the golfer
0: (laughs) wow (laughs) what a a terrible oh it sounds amazing
1: It really really sounds good Damn. Uh, so yeah so there was that that's what i would do and so that's where it started although you know you're doing these things but the idea of being a part of uh, a show or something just wasn't um Something that I, I f- thought I would do when I was a kid, like being a part of the drama, <clears throat> and but then so,
0: something clicked in high school.
1: Well, I took drama in high school, and then you know that was going that was going fine, but it was never I was never a part of the school plays, or I never did the musicals. Oh, grade ten, eleven, and so in grade twelve. There was a student who was directing a production of The Crucible, and we were at a, at a party, and uh, I got a little liquid courage, and I went up to her and I said, "Hey, I heard that you." that one of your cast members is uh, flaking out. She's like, yeah, yeah. And I said, well, think about me if you're in need of somebody, right? Right. And I did, I just thought it was off the cuff. <laughs> you know, Something <laughs> I was saying off the cuff right? That, that would never. And then she called me on Monday, and she's like, uh, hey, uh, were you serious? I was like, yeah. She's like, okay, well, uh, the guy I need to be replaced is the guy who's playing John Proctor. If you remember The Crucible, that's... Did you know of the
0: crucible? Yeah, because you
1: read I read it in grade twelve. Okay. English. And so John Proctor was is, you know, in the movie it's played by Daniel Day Lewis. It's the the lead role. Okay. And so that was my first foray into to acting. And I didn't know. It was being an understudy. Basically you Well, just coming in and taking over the role and then uh, and then I did it. And uh, in the hall, teachers who who had who I felt like kind of maybe had written me off as the, just the, I'm the 50s student. I'm the student who gets 50s, who just barely gets by in every course. The Ds. The, the Ds. D plus. The D, D plus, you know, C guy. In which I was. <clears throat> and um, In all fairness. In all fairness. <laughs> they were right. <laughs> hey, this is no not begrudging them. They were so right. But they were saying, they'd come up to me with this look of bewilderment and mm-hmm. say like, hey, you were really good in that. Like, I'm, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I'm so yeah. surprised. Uh, and I was, and that's when I was like, wow, that's, that's the first positive reinforcement I've gotten <laughs> in my academic life. Right. <clears throat> wow. It, it is about this thing. And I really loved doing it. I just loved. And so it was like, so that was it. You know, theater tapped me on the shoulder, and I said, "Okay, man, let's go." Right. And before I graduated, I had done. I did the musical. I did the another the school play, Mm -hmm. and I ended up writing and producing and directing a show with a friend of mine that we did in June. Right. And I was like the host in June. Wow. And I was the host of like the fashion show we put on with the grads. I became in it. You know, in the middle of grade twelve, became the drama guy. Right. You know, we are in school and you're like, oh, here's that's the he's the drama guy. That's yeah. the drama guy. I was never the drama guy until grade 12. And then I, when I became the drama guy, that's, I was the drama guy.
0: Nice. And then I guess after you graduated, uh, you went right into the theater department. UOW?
1: No. You took a year off. After I graduated, here's what happened is that I realized that I squandered my high school life mm-hmm. doing nothing, having no passion, and I was not ready to move on. And I was, I went to the guidance counselor and I said, okay, well, I did want to go to university, but she's like, you're not, nobody's going to, no, 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 <laughs> nobody wants you. You're going to need to fix up some of these grades that you have if you're going to want to get accepted to university. And I said, what's that mean? She's like, you're going to have to come back. Right. She's like, or don't just take a year off and try to apply as a mature student or whatever. mm mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll come back. So I came back, and I, then I became the student who was doing the student-produced plays right. and stuff like that and got heavily involved. And I was just there. There's no doubt about it. I was just there to be involved, to, to continue on being the drama guy. <laughs> <laughs> Once you had a taste. Once I had a taste. You had to, had to eat the, it up. And I was like, oh, man, I just I, I started this too late. <clears throat> and so I did that. It was you know, it was a bit of a futile year. Like I didn't need to go back to high school for another year. That was... We called ourselves grade 13. Yeah. Nobody really liked us. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs>
0: no one liked you? No. I, when you well, say they, us, was there
1: like a group of There was a whole bunch of us that stayed back to to upgrade. Right, right. Yeah. There's people, I remember seeing people's yearbooks like, uh, likes, I don't know, they're like, hockey, dislikes, grade 13s. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I'm sure they The, hated the, the drama it. guy would have been the grade 12 drama guy was like all like pretty upset that... <laughs> the, no, there's a grade 13 drama guy. Yeah. What the what hell? What the
1: hell? That grade 12 guy, yeah, he must have been like, I've been waiting my whole high school career for this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then after that, I started working outside. Like There was a theater in town called Fantasy Theater for Children. I started doing shows with them. And this was uh, your first production outside of high school yeah which was cool to yeah. to feel like i was doing things outside of the school
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um i started i did i started yeah, i did a lot of shows at them you know really? charlotte's web yeah uh, wizard of oz whoa uh we, then we
0: went up like we the tin man or scarecrow or in the wizard of oz yeah it was what? the scarecrow nice Back nice in the
1: part old, back in the old yeah we did it at the fringe and um i'm remembering now that um So I'm like 20 years old now, and the I'm like, how do you go about having a life in theater? What does it mean? So I just looked at the examples I had in high school. You put on your own show and you do it. Mm -hmm. And I look at this guy Tony, who's running a fantasy theater for children. He just puts on his own show. Yeah. So I was like, I guess that's how you do it. That's what you do. You Mm -hmm. want to do theater around here? Like, you just do your own stuff. Yeah. So I did. I created a production company called Shad Productions. Shad? Shad. Shad. Yeah, that's my middle name. Oh, Shad. Yeah, Shad. That's an interesting name. I'm never it's, Irish. it's an Irish name. Oh,
0: very nice. Ooh, very hi. nice, sir.
1: Yeah. And um, we did To Kill Mockingbird. Wow. Yeah. In the Fringe? No, just it is just a Deaf Center. Okay. Where most of the fantasy... <laughs> where most, of the, yeah. The yeah.
0: fantasy theater
1: shows would be? I'm just going off of what I think... And then at the same time I got a job at Celebrations Dinner Theater. Where was the location? It International- was at Pamina. No, it was the International Inn. International Inn. By right. the by the airport. Right. Which right, is now right. the Victoria Inn. hmm uh-huh. So they have their show, right? And whatever it's in whatever theme at the time it was it was a Baywatch theme. So, you know, you had to be people on the beach or whatever, maybe another lifeguard if you wanted to or whatever. And then A shark. You, a shark. <laughs> <laughs> Land shark. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. And um I remember going, and thinking it was really cool because you were playing characters in the sketch comedy vein, like the characters are a little larger than life and you were dressing up in your costume and you were, and it was, it was, uh, it became a lesson in, in playing a character over an, over an, over an extended period of time, which, uh, I don't do anymore. I, I, I don't, you know, when I play a character, I'm playing the character while I'm on stage with the lines and then I walk off and I become Corey Wojcik again. Right. But back then, if you're, you know, you had to play, you had to stay in a character for however long the breaks were, 45 minutes, an hour. Right. Uh, and, um, and you're improvising. And, and people, you're improvising and people are, are watching you to make sure you stay in character. Because I remember watching when I went before that as a customer, you go look across the room and you'd see somebody. That was in character, doing something in character, mm-hmm. but nobody was—you—you you, nobody was necessarily watching them. They weren't exactly on the stage, and I found that fascinating. How somebody's just being their character, just putting glasses on their tray over on the side. You know, you might be thinking, in those moments, ah, oh, nobody's watching me, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> somebody was watching me. I was watching them, and so you always have to be. Once you once you sort of go out into the public, you have to stay in character. And, um, that was, that was one of the things I learned there is yeah. how to improvise uh, over an extended period of time in character, Yeah, but also to improvise with people who don't improvise because the people I was working with, who, no. <laughs> no. no, 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 that was au contraire. It was the people that don't improvise are the customers.
0: Of course. Yeah, they yeah. don't,
1: they don't, imp- they, you go up to just a, a regular old person, like the guy who runs the mechanic shop. And you improvise with him uh, or her. And you try to get them involved yeah. and get them laughing. And then that's where you learn what works with an audience. Yeah. Because they're right there in front of you. But and they're also trying to screw you up too. Like, oh, yeah. okay, you can drop the bit now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And,
0: uh, but you're, so, you're saying they're actually like, what do they call them, like a... Uh, Secret shoppers or secret people watching you to make sure that you no no in no character. no. I'm
1: just saying that you never mm-hmm. know who's watching you when when you're out on the floor. I, you never know yeah, who's yeah. watching you, so you have to stay in character that whole time. Yeah, which is tricky. Which is you know, it's mm-hmm. you, you you so it's a it becomes a physical exploration of your character
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, the way you move and stuff like that. So that's that. I still use that stuff about getting into a character physically. Yeah, that's I, I um. I, Beauty and the Beast. I, I physically starting it with physically because that's just the. That's ch- a hard one because
0: especially because I know it was your your face was in a clock.
1: Yeah. yeah so it's, yeah. you're really using facial expressions to the max. I assume. Yeah, because that rainbow is so huge. The the closest audience member is sixty feet away. The right. closest right. front <laughs> row, sixty feet away. Right. And the furthest is a thousand, is a whole football field away. Right. And both bought tickets. Both of these people bought tickets. Yeah. So you have to play to both of them. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you have to be a little bit bigger. Uh, you got to be make sure that, that everybody's getting their money's worth. For and sure. So you have to accentuate stuff. You have to accentuate stuff. And that all started... With the celebrations thing, just learning how to get into your body right. as a character, physically. Projecting your voice across <clears throat> a, a huge room. And... Well, our job as ad casts were to be the show. It was always in my mind. We were the show in between the show. Mm-hmm. And so we could take over a room and do what was called Big Shtick. Right. Which is just little pieces of comedy. Throwing uh,
0: dinner rolls at each other. And
1: yeah, that. and saying stuff. Can I grab your buns? <laughs> like those kind of jokes. <laughs> uh, but also just like... Getting the room going, yeah. getting them, keeping them entertained throughout the night. And myself and uh my old my my old pal and, and longtime like acting partner Ken Rutterham, who we both you know, we both went on to do the old Acme Improv later, Acme improv later on in life. Um, mm-hmm. we had these two Swedish characters. Vovo e Farfanugin, <laughs> who who <laughs> we we would do these we, I gotta tell you about this bit, it was so when I look back on it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what we used to do. Mm -hmm. We were brothers and we were like dying to get into this dance competition. And then we did a dance at, uh, at dinner break. And then in dessert break afterwards, Ken would, we'd do this shtick. We just never stopped. We would just like, want to control the whole night. And Ken would do this shtick where he'd be like, hey, Vovo, this lady said I'm a better dancer than you. And then I was like, no, you're not. He's like, yes, I am. (laughs) And then, And then I was like, oh, yeah? Well, these people love me so much. All I got to do is this, and they'll clap. And so I'd, like, point to them, and then they'd be like, yeah! Yeah, for sure. And then Kevin would be like, oh, yeah? All I have to do is this. And he'd, like, cock his head a little bit. Right. And I'd be like, all I got (laughs) to do is like this. And I'd do my eyebrow. And
0: they'd, (laughs) yeah!
1: Oh, yeah? (laughs) And that was how,
0: that's what we would do for, like, Oh that's great cueing the audience too. Just, like yeah. getting them so involved in the
1: shtick is yeah, great but it was just so like it's <laughs> the, when you think back on it now like talk about cheap <laughs> hey, is cheap it cheap still is it cheap though i don't no, know no i think I,
0: to me that that the fact that you're bringing them in uh, uh, as to yeah, they be were involved into it. in the they shtick were into it so great. i know mean, what well,
1: that's the thing cheap is like i don't know whatever man whatever and did you do uh, buy your ticket. the main
0: stage as well as
1: as, as well as uh, ad so cast I, finally yeah, i ended up doing it yeah it took me a long time i was never a singer Mm-hmm. It, you know, and they're all musicals, right? They're all musicals. Okay. And so I, I had to take singing lessons and keep practice singing until I was passable. Not necessarily a good singer, but until yeah. I... And but, I, of course, the first show I did, I played like an old man because I was that physical actor. kind right. of Right.
0: Speaking of uh, celebrations, you got me involved in a show, <laughs> Beauty and the Grinch. Oh my God, you got I, the poster. I found that I was going through my shit last night. And look what you wrote here. Yeah, let's see what it says. You read that. Can you read that?
1: Yeah, Corey signed. I got a poster signed by the cast and that and the Grinch. Ron Moransky. I don't want to hurt anyone, just to ruin your Xmas fun. Thanks, <laughs> Corey. What? I don't know what that, that? means. Why would I you? I don't ruin want to my... hurt anyone, just to ruin your Xmas fun. It's a good rhyme. Well, Maybe that's from the show. That must have been a bit we had with each other. Yeah, but I was an, the Grinch in the show. Stephanie. Oh, Stephanie.
0: The idea was celebrations wanted to have like a kids version, and they came to you. I believe you head up this whole thing, right?
1: Who's this Ron? Sorry, I never got to play your part. I'm thinking an understudy.
0: <coughs> it's all it's all blur, except for the the Grinch costume, which was a green leotard suit and a bathroom carpet on my shoulders. <laughs> it was the it was ab- most embarrassing costume. But it worked! I mean, people knew I was the Grinch in the show, right? He was wearing a bathroom carpet! It was true! A bathroom Uh, carpet! (laughs) I'm not sure it was, wasn't it? (laughs) It was! I was all furry on my shoulders. But the rest of it was just green skin, like someone shaved all of me except for my shoulders. That just really got inside me and tickled me. (laughs) A
1: bathroom carpet! But I remember the <laughs>
0: <laughs> the show was Sorry. all Beatles songs. Okay, yeah, yeah,
1: Hey yeah. That's right. It was all
0: Beatles songs. It was songs. All Beatles songs parody no. parodies. Was it? Of the Be- I remember uh, that was the first time I heard uh, du- 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 "In the Dead of Night,", uh, Beatles of night. Bird, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Beatles. Blackbird. Blackbird. It's the first time you've
1: heard Blackbird. Yeah, was that was in that the show? first time. I, yeah. I, uh,
0: my parents are Irish. I heard uh, Irish Rovers all my life. I really? didn't. I didn't know pop music that's until cool. the eighties. But you you
1: sang in the show. You, didn't you do the songs? Well, we sang, yeah. yeah. We, we all did. Mm-hmm. Who was I in that show? I, I was supposed to just direct it. I ended up on stage somehow. You
0: did end up on stage. Maybe, yeah, you're, yeah maybe you were
1: the one who knew the songs. That's right. But we did, yeah, we did that Beauty and the Grinch. Did you write that as well? No, somebody else wrote that one. Right. I forgot who it was. But that's right, we did the celebrations. That was many years later. That's like 2003. Right, right, yeah. 2003. Yeah, we did
0: that, yeah. And also you're like... You're doing celebrations. You're doing... Um, uh,
1: Acme? What, what year was Acme? That's right. So I started working at celebrations. And then like in 98, and then I decided I wanted to start up a group. And we called ourselves the Bathtub Boys. <laughs> and it was me. It was me and John Patterson and Ken Rutterham and Taggart Porter and uh, Dana Leetold actually was Get in it. the there. hell Bathtub out of Boys it. and a Girl. Uh, so then <clears throat> I... um. I'm class. sorry.
0: Was that sketch or improv? Improv. Improv. Okay.
1: improv short game, short form improv. Right. Games. Games. You know? Whose lines, are anyways? Like. Yeah, that kind of stuff. And um, I took. I remember taking a class at PTE with Karen Moore, in which we did it. We created a play within like a month. Yeah. Uh, and it was great. And and um, I remember somebody saying like, if you want to make it as an actor, you got to leave Winnipeg. You got to go to Vancouver or Toronto. And I and I so I moved to Vancouver because my, that's, I had some family there and I had a place to stay. Yeah. So I moved to Vancouver with no plan. I was just going to go to Vancouver mm-hmm. and start auditioning or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what I was doing. I was just going to go to Vancouver for some mm-hmm. reason. I thought it was all going to take off from there. All I had to do was leave Winnipeg. So I went to Vancouver and um, I was there for a month and a half. And I came back. <laughs> you didn't really give it a, long, a lot of time. No, did you? I didn't. I, didn't. I, should <laughs> you I shouldn't have given it. I shouldn't have given it. But I actually had a lot of debt going there. Yeah. Uh, and I had no job. It was hard to find a job. and, and, and I couldn't find a job. Yeah. I couldn't, uh, didn't get any acting gigs. Like, Oh, I did some extra work on Airbud. The first. Really? Airbud 3. It was Airbud 3. <laughs> wow. I did some extra work. That must have been exciting. I mean, uh, feature film in Vancouver? Yeah, well, I mean, he's an extra, right? So right. It was, it was, yeah, I was there. Can, can
0: I see you if I was no, to play? No, you can't. Ambled-
1: you can't even see you, me. Not even if I freeze the frame? No. You you're, you're gone. can't even see me. I was behind the goalpost and everything. Can't <laughs> see me. Can't see me. Uh, that dog, they were, they were doing this shot where they, you know, they kick up the ball and the dog would hit it with its nose and it would go in. You yeah. Know? They, hours and hours... And they had like eight dogs, yeah, roaming in and roaming in, trying to get this thing, and they never got it. They never got that shot that day. Oh shit! They never got it. I did that, and it's um, good for you. You're like on the clock. You're like, yeah, yeah keep didn't, fucking. Up. Didn't matter. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, but I don't know. I don't know what I was doing. But what I, what was good there is I I um it was I I got away from everything I knew. Right, all the friends, all the all the, everything that I I knew. Yeah. And I um, came back rejuvenated, and that's when I started Acme Improv. Okay. I approached Aaron Murky, and I said, "Hey man," because he had just coming back. He just came back from Chicago studying with Second City. Yeah. And I said, "Hey man, I'm gonna get a group together. You mind being our coach?" And he said, "Yeah." And so he coached us, and we did our first show in like '99, uh, December of that year. And who are we talking about here in Acme? We're talking <coughs> you, myself, Ken, Ken Runnerham. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else was in there? Brad, was Brad Wiebe in there? Brad Wiebe was in there. Uh, Owen Sops. Owen Sops? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like Adrian Merrill and Kalen Stadnik and, um. The big group. I think that's, was it. hmm And where the are you doing shows? shows? We did the gas station. Oh, a yeah. well, uh, monthly thing or just whenever no, it was you No, just could... a, whenever we could do it. And so right. it was the first one was in December and it went really well and we were doing long form stuff. We were doing the Herald. Wow! Yeah. Oh, because of course, Aaron Murky coming from Chicago. Yeah, That
0: was nice. It was a good thing getting a guy to kind of
1: yeah. So I yeah, learned from you. my lessons. Yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I see what you're saying. <laughs> I was okay. like, I, I you know you got to get somebody. <clears throat> so he, we did that, and then uh, we we kept doing shows sporadically. I say this because like the reason why I can't remember who was in the first, there was many people who who came and went mm-hmm. from Acme. Like uh, Hughes was in there at one time, and Jeff Hughes, former Jeff, guest, yeah, and um. I think Taggart was in there. Yeah, so there was lots of, we had uh, uh, lots of different folks come and go. And Did it just kind of Scott Cranwell, Scott Cranwell and, and Yonan. Scott and Yonan ended oh, up yeah. joining us eventually.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so actually what happened was then I got a show at Celebrations and we went to Edmonton. And when we were in Edmonton, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine how I'd love to do, uh, on Mondays I would love to do an improv show, a weekly improv show. And he's like, hey, I just so happened to be the manager of this place called Reds. Mm-hmm. Which was this big uh, Chuck E. Cheesy kind of place, uh, but also would host concerts and stuff. And he was like, Mondays, how about Mondays? Yeah. So we did this thing called Mr. Improv every Monday at the Westington Mall in this place called Reds. And wow, that's cool. It was cool. Yeah. Wow. Well, it was cool. And <laughs> well, it was also crazy because it was, he'd be like, okay, so we can't pay you, but we will pay you, <laughs> your group, in bar bucks. So everybody got, everybody in the group got $50 in bar bucks. And it was two dollar pints and two dollar Baja Rosa. Wow! So we basically I had twenty five drinks each that we could have, and so, so, so you know, eventually I had to say like, "Okay, guys, we gotta let's do a show actually where we don't drink." And <laughs> <laughs> so, every, so you're drinking before the show now. Oh, that's... it was brutal. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah was... I mean, at the time though, it was. I mean, we had a good time, whatever. And then we we ended up actually doing sketch with that. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool. We did a really kind of. SNL style we'd just be like we'd write sketches throughout the week and then on the day we'd get together right. and rehearse these sketches and we'd put them on at night and uh,
0: that all ended when the show ended I like, guess that yeah, well, show
1: yeah that's right because well, I'd be out in Edmonton doing the show and then I well no but then my friend Peter would keep it going okay because he was living out there at the time so he he kept it going throughout the so then back in Winnipeg Acme was, was doing things sporadically but then in later on this is what, okay now now it enters into when you I met you okay uh, we did a show at the Fringe called Tales from. We ended up being like me and my friend Corey Woodward, who's now a part of like this. He's a musician and he's very, uh, very good one and a very. Um, he's in a popular band in the West Coast called the Line Bear Fox, and um, and Scott Yanon. We did a sketch show in two thousand one. Tales from the Silver Cloud Lounge. Here's something important to mention. We did the very first Red River Serial ah okay we did dungeons and dragons before it was dungeons before and dragons. it was dungeons and dragons yeah. was, remember we were doing it uh, in the pantages playhouse in the basement there the um the choral studio downstairs mm-hmm. there right and uh we had a big cast there was, was that me, was that prison me.
0: prison rules
1: no this was oh. um the vegas okay yeah for. yeah and it was me and you and dave kitchen and um fair mike fair mike fair and Grujewski was in there and Basically, he handed the fringe a whole bunch of conflicts, and they were just like, "Well, dudes, you get afternoon shows only." So we were always doing afternoon shows.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And George McRobb was in, like, improvision was in there, and, and yeah. Alan McKenzie and, mm-hmm. and, and uh, Ed Cuddy. Yeah, we were doing these shows, and to no one, remember, <laughs> one p.m. in the afternoon, you know, and it was just we didn't know who was going to show up from right. show to show. And then we did that one show. We had one show that was at 8.30 at night on a Friday or something, and it was packed. It was the biggest crowd, but we were... See, I don't remember the other ones. I just remember the one show that was packed. You don't don't remember? Like, we would just, like... Remember one day we decided to all be the narrator? (laughs) (laughs) We just thought, ah, forget it, man. We'll all be narrators. And and we just were messing around with the style, and we were trying to figure it out.
0: For sure. Yeah, yeah, I remember all that.
1: And um, that's where I met you. Anyway, so and then yeah. then after,
0: the, as well as that, you're also doing. Uh, were you doing stand up? Because you were you're hosting coffee houses. Oh yeah, right.
1: Poggin pals. Poggin pals. Which started as which started as I had a bunch of funny friends and I just wanted to have a venue and put it on. And I just thought, you know, I did it at the Academy when it was on Academy. Yeah. Before it became there. Jekyll and Hydes. Uh huh. Before and before that. Before moment. whatever you know, it was on Academy. It was it called the Academy Coffee House. Company?
0: Coffee house. Academy coffee. That's right.
1: And we would do the shows there. And um, it just started off, it was just supposed to be me and my friends, and I figured just friends of friends would show up. Yeah. Which, that is what happened. But people, after we did the first one, people wanted to do another one, and so we just, we did a, you know, maybe a handful of those. Right. Yeah, that was fun. People asked, like, what's your training? And we have been talking so far about my training. Mm Mm-hmm. This is my, my the school the school of experience. Yeah, it was all hands on, just doing it yourself, do getting
0: it. out there, putting on a show, figuring out what works, what doesn't work. Yeah, what you need to do to advertise the show.
1: And it was mm-hmm. all it was really just uh, uh, trial and error. Yeah. So after all these grassroots things that I was doing, I finally went back to school. So University of Winnipeg. How
0: many years right? did you take off from high Five. school? Five. 5 years yeah. and you did go back? You finally made the decision? I did go back.
1: Yeah. I had a full-time job being the stage manager at Celebrations and I uh, decided that you know while I'm if I'm not going to act I might as well go back to school. Yeah. So I went back to school and I just took it a course here a course there. Right. And we're talking but University of Winnipeg. University of Winnipeg. And you're going for a theater degree? Yeah. Ideally. Well, at first I was just like what are they? okay, let's see. Let's just go back. and See what who knows what over there. Let's see. Mm-hmm. And I actually, because I was stage managing at the time, I took stage management like production courses, on, like how to hang lights and how to. Uh, at university. At university, yeah, yeah, it's technical wow. production. This, you know, Yeah, lots of people went through that program that are working today in theater. Okay. Um, how to build sets, how to hang lights, and 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 design—not design, but the the sort of stage hand training, really, mm-hmm. and. I think that, and also intro to performance, intro to performance. That's what I took, and um, and then I was like, I like this, I like it, I like it. I I didn't. I got this one bad grade in this one class that plagued me throughout the rest of my university career because in that first year I kind of saw it as like, whatever grades I don't care I'm learning I know what I'm learning I don't care about the grades right and then the next year I went to apply and I couldn't get uh, couldn't get the courses I wanted because then you understood why of, then grades. I understood I was like oh mm-hmm. damn you, the better your grades the quick, the, the you're going to get the classes you want. But yeah. I never did get to take Miami Improv because of that stupid D in that one class that I took. I never got to can't t- get out of that D shadow. can't get out of that D shadow. <laughs> That's going to be the name of my biography. <laughs> Auto- autobiography. The D shadow.
0: <laughs> exactly. And, so, uh,
1: yeah, I did, and I got my BA.
0: You got your BA? Yeah. Okay. At in- the
1: University of Winnipeg.
0: And then, uh, did, do you find that, that, that schooling helped you? It- uh, propelled your acting career, or at least it gave you a foot in the door at, say, going to auditions or, cause you're an actor member, right? N-
1: now I am. Yeah. Yeah. Actor, and yeah. so
0: it, was that a goal for you to, yeah, be, it to became get into a goal. the, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, that's when, that's, you know, all my experience. And then it became, it, it sort of, be, it, it uh, sort of started to hone my craft. Mm-hmm. I could never put into words what it is I was doing. I knew I was doing s- s- technique stuff, but I didn't know what it meant. Okay. So I went to school and I f- figured it out. I f- ended up being able to have a vocabulary for what I was doing, and so it did help. It did propel my acting because once I understood technique, yeah, I was then it's for sure it helped. Uh, and then right out right out of the gate,
0: were you doing right were you landing
1: the, roles in theater? Right out of the well, oh. yeah, okay. I wasn't even. I didn't even get my diploma, yet and, I, and that's when I got my first Rainbow Stage show called Good News.
0: Oh, cool! How yeah. many have you done with them? You just finished one. Ten. Ten eleven productions, eleven Eleven productions. Yeah. Oh my
1: god! Yeah, I did Good News in that summer, <clears throat> and the next summer I did Wizard of Oz, and I played the lion. Nice. Yeah. And so, so now you just you just walk in, they're like you're hired. No, no, it doesn't happen that way. Uh, <laughs> no, it, now I walk in and I audition, just like I audition like any other. Yeah, that's that's the business, and uh, it's good too. That's it's as much as we sort of. Um, grumble about it because if you've been doing it for a long time you feel there's a bit of I don't know seniority you can't help it you feel like there should be some seniority but uh, Mm -hmm. there isn't and that's good because um, they want the best person for the show yeah and um, so you have to put forth your best uh, performance and it's good because it keeps you sharp you you can't get complacent have
0: you had any favorites of uh, film and television work that you've enjoyed
1: yeah, I just Maybe did, not
0: necessarily the film or show,
1: but, you know, just the role you played. Yeah, well, it was not necessarily the... I did this show called Nomus that was here. Nomus? Yeah, and it was star-studded. Henry Cavill was in it, and... Superman? Superman, Stanley Tucci, and Ben Kingsley, Sir Ben Kingsley. And I had a scene with him. Oh, cool. Yeah, I got to meet him, and it was a cool experience. Oh, wow. He's a cool dude. Yeah? Yeah. He spoke to you like a regular Joe? Yeah, yeah. And it was a cool story where, um, <laughs> without giving too much away what happens, suffice it to say, I'm standing out in the hallway and he's he's standing in the bathroom because he's got to enter into the scene. Yeah. And so he's standing there in the dark bathroom. <laughs> and I'm like standing there, okay, okay I'm going to do the scene. And I'm standing in, and it's in this dingy hotel. And I'm standing there, I'm like, oh my God, Ben Kingsley is like, Four feet away to my left, standing in a bathroom in a Digi Hotel. Life is so funny. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> and then he says to me, uh, "Nice people in this town." I said, "Yeah, yeah." And I said, "I said I do a lot of theater, so it's nice to um, get onto a film set, and uh, you know." And he's like, "Oh, you do theater? Yeah." I was like, "Yeah, yeah." He's like, "You ever done any Shakespeare?" And I said, "Yeah, I did *Midsummer Night's Dream* with Shakespeare in the Ruins in in two thousand and six, And he's like, "Oh." Uh, you know I was I did theater for 15 years before I stepped in front of a camera and me playing I I don't know why I just played stupid I was like oh really of course I knew that He's like I did Peter Brooks version of Midsummer Nights' Dream mm-hmm. and I and then they're like okay, we ready?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like "Oh no! No!" And so we do this scene we do we do a couple scenes and uh, I will tell you this I was I was handcuffed to the bed. Mhm. And, uh, and they're like, and good, we got it. So we, we did the scene, and I'm handcuffed to the bed. Right. It's not, you know, Ben Kingsley wasn't doing anything weird. Okay, like, I, handcuffed to I the bed, not, not because I, I was involved with him sexually and anything like that. But I don't want to give away the movie too much. But sure. I'm handcuffed to the bed. And they're like, and good, we got it. Thanks, moving on. And so that was the end of me for the day. Right. And so Ben Kingsley's like, oh, wonderful, wonderful job. Wonderful. You did wonderful. And he shakes my hands, and I'm <laughs> in, handcuffs. in a handcuff. <laughs> I was like, "Thanks, thanks very much, thank you," and, uh, and then he leaves, and uh, and I was like, "Wow, that was surreal," you mm-hmm. know. And I'm still handcuffed to the bed. I'm like, and I just said to somebody, "Could somebody please <laughs> get me out of these?" Right. And then he comes. Ben Kingsley flies back into the room and he starts quoting bottom the weaver lines because that's who I played in midsummer night's dream and he's and wow. he goes let me play the lion too and i don't know if this is the next line but i just went i will play this part and we had this mo he like laughs at me and the film crew laughs and right. and we have a little <laughs> and then and then he leaves the room and uh, it was awesome. Yeah, it was a. It's that might sound cool. Yeah, it was a cool, cool little. Uh, it's
0: nice when uh, Hollywood actors who, like I know, on a film set, you're not supposed to talk to them, don't look at them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're gods. <laughs> but it's nice to know that because they know that they know that extras aren't supposed to approach them or whatever. Yeah, you
1: know? yeah. But also, he was just he was just another actor. Yeah. Even though he's Sir Ben Kingsley, he, we're we're doing a job. We're there to do a job, and he's. One of the best at it, yeah, and and he didn't, you know, he and I was there also to do a job, and we were, we're on the same level, we're on the same, on we the were same level, we're coworkers. So same. even though yeah. he's far superior to me, <laughs> I never felt that it was any different than two people working together and creating yeah. something.
0: We're gonna do the money shot. I thank you for coming down here. The money shot, the amount of a money shot, is um, 100 questions, which you must answer within five minutes. Okay, we we'll have yeah. 100. I need an answer, and I need a correct answer. At least 90%. Yeah. Okay? And no one's done this yet. I've had 12 guests on the show. No one's been able to finish 100. You think you can handle it? Yeah. Tonight's money shot
1: is...
0: $9.42. What the hell was that? Jesus! Are you ready? Yeah. Are you set? Yeah. And... Name something in your medicine cabinet. Pepto-Bismol. Have you tried Burger King poutine? Yes. The Office UK or The Office America? Right now, Office America. What's your car? What's the car you first purchased? Chevy celebrity. Favorite horror film? Halloween. Last place you golfed at? Interesting. Uh, The Canoe Club. Last place you fished at?
1: Uh, In Ontario, uh, Balsam Lake. Last TV episode you watched? Uh, The Norseman. Favorite Pixar film? Up, came came.
0: Name a Canadian game show. Uh, Oh, Uh,
1: what's it called? The the Monty Hall show, right? Monty Hall show. He's from Canada. Let's make a deal. Name a brand of butter. buttered. Name a brand of bottled water. Dasani.
0: Name a good Adam Sandler film. (laughs) Happy Gilmore. Favorite winter activity. Hockey. Worst Halloween treat. Uh, Books. Name a YouTube (laughs) channel you're you're subscribed to. Uh, Ronmore.com. <laughs> favorite
1: Mel Brooks film? <laughs> the producers. Favorite arcade video game? Karate Champ. Name your first pet? A dog. RCA. Have was- you been to
0: the new Palomino? No. Did you go to the old Palomino? Yes. Have you been to the Museum of Human Rights? Yes. Sausage or bacon or ham? Bacon. At what temperature do you start wearing a toque? Minus 20. Favorite Manitoba town? Serious Name a member of Jackass
1: (laughs) Jackass Come on I forget his name Favorite actor, male Daniel Day-Lewis Favorite actor, female Nicole Kidman Name a ghost from Pac-Man
0: Pinky 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 How many guitars in your house? Uh, Eight Do you eat chunky soup with a spoon or a fork? Spoon How long did you sleep last night?
1: Uh, eight hours. Did you shower today? No. Are you allergic to peanuts? No. Favorite poet? Uh, 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 she's uh, Robbie Burns. Favorite subject
0: in high school? Nice. Drama. Is Keanu Reeves a good actor? Yes. Last play you saw? Uh, Sense and Sensibility. Favorite theater actor, male or female? Uh, uh Sharon Bazier. Name something in this room? Uh, uh, a doll. Name <laughs> a Winnipeg Jets player. Uh, Mark Shifley. Do you take vitamins daily? No. Last item you purchased at 7 Eleven? Slurpee. Breakfast cereal of choice?
1: Vanilla S- Special K. What's your smartphone? Uh, what S- S8, the Samsung S8. Favorite Beatles song? Uh, Blackbird. McCartney or Lennon? McCartney. Name
0: a member of Wu Tang Clan? Wu. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where do you
1: buy groceries? Uh, 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 7 <laughs> Eleven. Last book read. Uh, 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 Rooster Town Name something
0: in your pocket uh, Quarter uh, Do you watch UFC? No Favorite Winnipeg restaurant? Oh shit uh, but Jesus Favorite uh, uh, Sal's <laughs> Favorite uh, thing to barbecue? Meat how many, <laughs> how many questions have I asked you so far? Uh, like 24 <laughs> <laughs> Including this one How many? Uh, how many shoes do you own? How many pairs? Seven Name your hobby Guitar Name a bobby or. The favorite Muppet? <laughs> Kermit. Uh, how do you take your coffee? Sugar and cream. The last time you were on an airplane, you landed in Toronto. Name uh, Britney Spears' song? Hit me, baby, one more time. Favorite comic book hero? Spider Man. Favorite Batman movie? Dark Knight Rises. Do you play
1: chess? No. Do you play backgammon? No. What's your favorite website? www.romore.com. <laughs>
0: <laughs> name, up, name the mayor
1: of Winnipeg. Brian Bowman. Favorite soup? Uh, tomato. Where did you go on your first date? Uh, 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 Wendy's.
0: Last CD purchased? <laughs>
1: Wendy's. Uh, it was um, Greg Lowe's.
0: One minute. Favorite vegetable? Carrot. Least favorite vegetable? Vegetable. Broccoli. <laughs> Have you been to Mexico? No. Are you a fan of ABBA? Yeah, uh, no. Have you ever crashed, have you ever crashed a car? Yes. Favorite the kids in the hall member. M- Kevin
1: McDonald. You got to fight for your right to? Party. What's black and white and red all over? Uh, the nun falling down the stairs. Name a Canadian <laughs> rapper. Uh, 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 Canadian rapper. Yep. I don't know. Uh, Farm fresh. Name of Robin Williams
0: film. Patch Adams. <laughs> have you ever caught a butterfly? No. How many times have you seen Weird Al Yankovic in concert? None. Have you been on a dirt bike? No. Do you say bless you after someone sneezes? 50 yeah. seconds. No, I don't. Name something in the trunk of your car. A favorite, tire iron. Favorite musical? Wizard of Oz. Name a color of the rainbow. Red. Uh shower or bath? Five. Shower. Minutes. How many suits do you own? Two. Name a care bear. It's smelly. Last year you barfed! <laughs> <Once>. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Were we close? (laughs) No. 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 Oh, well, you are at something like 90. The last question was, when's the last year you barfed? (laughs) What was
1: was that? Last year you barfed, it was like once. (laughs) No, I mean, was it this year? Last year? The last year you barfed, you threw up. The last time I barfed? Yeah. I was like, uh, no, it was a while ago, like three years ago. That's not bad. Yeah. You know, before we go, I also want to talk to you about your music. You're in a band. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I want to promote that band. Good. And it's called the Good Stuff Band. The Good News
1: Band. Jesus, better. It's better than what we've got. The Good Stuff Band. We're called Good Show. Good Show. Yeah. And we have a Facebook page, Good Show Band.
0: Yeah, I was checking it out. You got video up there. Yeah. uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. So how did the band come together? You have a love of guitar.
1: You've been playing guitar and singing. For
0: some guy who doesn't sing, you sure sing a lot
1: yeah that's true well now well now I've gotten better at it I figure, yeah. I figured it out uh but now we um it just came because we um we do a lot of like my Ashley my bandmate and Duncan who has joined us now uh, but it started with me and Ash and she does a lot of cover bands and I was in a cover okay, band with, uh, the Ashley Ashley I call sorry. Her Ash mm-hmm. but she's the singer and a piano player mm-hmm. musician and you knew writer. each other before the band oh we've known each other for years and years. And um, we both just she well it started because she she has tons of originals and I was just like you got to get these originals out, oh. into the public right you got to beyond your basement we got to get these out, but in the process I started writing songs too, mm-hmm. and so that's how it happened, and so we just are uh, we do original music we do some covers right because people like covers got to bring people in, love covers people love a cover mm-hmm. and so uh, we're kind of in the folksy rootsy <coughs> bluesy. Vane.
0: Also, um, uh, Facebook. You're on Facebook. You have a Facebook page and uh, you have a, your own acting page as well. On That's Facebook. right. As,
1: as an artist, Cory Wojcik. It's just my name, C O R Y W O J C I K. Go to CoryWojcik.com. Not yet. I'm working on it. Right. And it would be CoryWoj.com because. W O G. It would.
0: <laughs> C O J. Okay. Officially, C
1: O R Y. Yeah. W O J.com. That's what it would be. If mm-hmm. it existed, doesn't okay. exist yet <laughs> uh, because nobody, n- everybody always spells my name wrong. So I just like, forget it. The part that gets confusing for people, I'm going to cut out. Well, let's spell it
0: now. Well, no, they'll, they'll be able to see it, but W-O-J-C-I-K.
1: Yeah, that's my Did Facebook. Say, yeah. That's my Facebook one. Okay. C R Y W O J C I K, And that's just uh, my artist page.
0: You're not doing Twitter. You're not doing Instagram.
1: No. Like no social media that no.
0: element. No. No.
1: No, you don't I like mean, it. I love it. I love not doing it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Because um, I just like to stay in, in what's in front of me. Right. And I find I'm connecting with people more deeply now that I've cut all that off. Yeah. Uh, I, I do have a I do have like a personal Facebook page that I use to control uh, my artist page and my band page. Mm-hmm. And on that personal page is just news. Yeah. It's just news.
0: Well, thanks again, Corey. It's been awesome.
1: Thank you. Any final words? Thank you, Ryan Moore. Thank you.